Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show with that that finally is back to normal. <laughs> finally, my goodness, I didn't even watch the show yesterday. I just couldn't even. It was just awful. I just came. In. No, I heard it was great. I heard you guys did good. <laughs> Ish said, we leave for one day and this happens. I know. It's wild. <laughs> My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook. Or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting in this chair again, contrary to popular demand, sitting back over in that chair, I would say the, the jury's out on whether or not you should be sitting in that chair. Yeah. Uh, she's a Duchess of the Dork. She's actually Pickle. I should say the jury's out on whether or not you should be sitting in that chair versus this chair. This chair. I don't <laughs> think that people are saying you should sit in that chair or you should not be sitting in a chair at all. That's fine. I can, I can respect yes. that. Uh, we get, I, I do got to give credit to Mallory. for That was her first time running the show, and there were there were literally no technical mistakes. So wow, she, she definitely show. outshowed me. So Boy, she's it coming, might, coming for your spot. I know. I was just to say, it might be they're, they're like, okay, get back a lot of there the show runs so much smoother with mallory sitting hey, no. here <laughs> today is thursday june 3rd 2021 175 days till thanksgiving happy birthday to first lady jill biden she's 70 oh, nice. and uh, i just want to throw this out there i'm married to a teacher yes jill biden was a teacher mm-hmm. doctor or, dr biden dr biden yes but she was uh, an education yes say yes but yes that's she was she's an educator yes I should say. she's an educator laura bush was an educator Pat Nixon was an educator. Mm. I'm married to an educator. Are you president? I'm just saying that it's lining up. <laughs> it's lining up. Uh, episode 1178. On today's show, my friends, big beefy show here for you. Yeah. We are going to take a trip down memory lane. Uh, tomorrow, as you may know, is the cover reveal Woo! of the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Uh, we will show you exclusively here, right here, live. Uh, what is on the cover of the 2021 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Uh, but uh, before that, we're going to get you all juiced up and show you some of our favorite covers mm-hmm. uh, from, from from past years. 
our 62nd annual edition. We got to get this right. So uh, we'll show you uh, covers that we uh, that the Dave Campbell's Texas Football staff really likes. Uh, we'll get into that in the back half of the show. I did a little bit of digging. Let's debate. A little bit of digging. The question is: Does seven-on-seven seven success transfer to the fall? I got some stats for you. I've got some stats for you too. Well, let's have a stat off. Maybe we have the same stats, which would be embarrassing. That would be So we'll get into that coming up here <laughs> at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. Oh you know, no. I just dele- I typed them up and then accidentally deleted them. Um, it was... Oh, no. Daniel Agnew, Rob Hadaway, Jeremy Meredith, and Tanner Solis. Welcome in, she, fellas. She sits in this chair one day and suddenly forgets her <laughs> job. Uh, a reminder, tomorrow, the exclusive cover reveal of the 2021 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the 62nd Annual Edition of the Bible of Texas Football. We will have it live for you exclusively I'm so excited. on texasfootball.com slash live on Texas Football Today. Uh, we also... Uh, we'll have it's brought to you by our good friends at Homefield Apparel. Thank mm-hmm. you to our friends at Homefield Apparel, homefieldapparel.com. And I got to say, I don't know this. Let me make sure I'm not. Um, let me make sure I'm not putting a uh, a something in my, uh, you know, don't foot in my mouth. Don't say what's on the cover. No, no, oh no, certainly not that. <laughs> but what I'm saying just is just a friendly reminder here on this beautiful Thursday. Okay, so I, what I got to do is to I, not what I figured fired. out. So today, as you may know, is Bear Shirt Thursday. It's Bear Shirt Thursday. Mm-hmm. My question is, do they have a bear? In their lineup, I don't know. Do they have Baylor? They have Baylor. They have Baylor. That's so I can get I can get a bear. Bears. I can get a bear shirt. Bear shirt Thursday for for Bear Shirt Thursday from Homefield Apparel. Homefieldapparel.com is where you can go. There, they are the proud presenting sponsor of tomorrow's cover reveal right here live on Texas Football Today. Which can I? I mean, we can tease. We're revealing it with a video, and I gotta say, it's pretty dope. Okay. I agree with you. I wouldn't have told people it was going to be revealed in a video, but that's okay. You oh, can just, I thought that was a you can just tell thing. all the people exactly all of our plans. It's supposed to be secrets. Secrets. Um, okay. We will have all that for you tomorrow, <laughs> Texas football today. But in the meantime, Pickle, let's talk about our past. So we're around, we're, we're 62 years old here at Dave Campbell's Texas football. I know I don't look it, uh, but we're 62 years old. Uh, this is our 62nd mm-hmm. annual summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We're so proud to Big put it Botox on. Big Botox people. Big Botox people. But we are going to um, take a look at some past covers. Tomorrow we will add a 60-second cover to our magazine. Of course, last year we had Shane Bouchelle. He's around here somewhere. Uh, Shane! I think he's on the ground. I don't mean that, Shane. I'm sorry. Shane Bouchelle's around here somewhere. Anyway... No, maybe Wait, Shane Bouchelle on the cover. It's it's on the lower. Uh, and and <laughs> as I mentioned, as I'll mention before, uh, yet tomorrow as well. You know, there's a lot of pressure that goes into putting together the cover because you only get one shot at this. Uh, you only get one shot, and it lives forever. And I'll be honest, in our 61 now, soon to be 62 covers, mm-hmm. there are a couple that don't have oh, great afterlife. <laughs> I don't love. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's some of them that you know I love. I love them all. I love them all, but some of them I love more than others. I'll be honest. Yep. And so we took, uh, we, we asked the Dave Campbell's Texas football staff about some of their favorite covers from around, uh, from our 61, soon to be 62 year history of covers. We'll start with my favorite cover. And I think people may know this and people may know that this is my favorite cover, probably for, for reasons that you can probably understand. It's a 1963 edition, uh, Scott Appleton and Daryl K. Royal, the plotter and the executioner. The reason I love this cover, first of all, um, it's 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 just a, a I think in the age of posed covers, mm-hmm. this always feels very like natural. It's not. 
obviously. They got these two guys together and they said, look over here. But it comes <laughs> off as natural. I also think, obviously, with the legend of Daryl Royal, uh, I think that helps as well. Uh, I love having a defensive lineman on the cover and Scott Appleton. Uh, and it just seems like like this is such a classic 19, like that era pose. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that, that is, is like, it's stuck in my mind. When I think of Dave Campbell's Texas football, I think of 1963. Mm-hmm. I think of this one. I think it's perfect. I also think here's a small thing, and one thing you may have noticed with my tenure as managing editor, I like a cleaner cover. I was say it is not crowded. I don't, I don't love a ton of stuff on the cover. I want it to be a cleaner cover. I agree. This is a clean cover. The blue background really pops. I think that's at the stadium. I think you can see it in the background there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Scott Appleton and Daryl Royal is my favorite cover, 1963. Uh, that's that's the one for me. And so uh, I, I love this. I need to flip through this again. Look at the back. I love. I always love look at the ads too. The ads are awesome. It's like from the company with young ideas. Amicable agent N. L. Nick Nicholson, <laughs> former football coach, shows students how amicable can help them plan for tomorrow's needs with today's means. <laughs> Oh, no. That was great. so bad. Love it. Why? It's a life is insurance it, company. Did, did everyone in the 60s talk like that? Is Yes. <laughs> they all talked like this. You're, you're going to get booted off this they show. They all talk like Scoops Callahan. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a life insurance on the back. Anyway, we'll go through the back page ads, too. <laughs> so, 1963 is my favorite cover. That was so cringeworthy. I think you loved it. Um, okay. So. Let's move on to another uh, of the of favorite covers. I don't, who who chose this one? Um, Shahan and Powers. Shahan and Powers chose this one, and I'm honored because I was a managing editor for this. Mm-hmm. 2016. Hey, did you like 1963? <laughs> Does that pose look? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you'll love familiar. <laughs> you'll love 2016. Pat Mahomes and Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, Shahan J. Raja and Greg Powers. This was their pick uh, for their favorite cover. Uh, a lot to like about this. Um, I I I feel I don't know. I feel weird. Because I was a managing editor, and I don't like to be like, oh, this, you know, this, look how great it is. Let me toot my own horn well, for exactly. a second. <laughs> but this was the idea, obviously, we had of recreating the 1963 cover um, because you had, uh, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, who was like the hot offensive mind. Uh, you also had Pat Mahomes, who ended up being a star, as you probably can imagine. Um, I, I just, I love this this cover, the way it all came about. That is actually a composite shot, if you're interested. We shot Cliff and Pat. In uh, in a studio against green screen, then we shot. Uh, we have the red uh, in there. Just that's why the lighting is so uh, good there. But uh, an outstanding cover. And then of course we recreated it with uh, Sam Ellinger and and oh, Todd here. Dodge as well. Pull you know, on the, the gatefold cover. This is I believe our first gatefold cover. Mm-hmm. But I was really I was really excited about that. Uh, good cover again. I don't want to toot my own horn. Well, the other thing is and too. On the back. We absolutely love a success story like that where it that has aged. Yeah. Quite well. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Obviously, Cliff <laughs> in, Kingsbury thing didn't go great for him at Tech, but he's obviously um, doing okay now. Right. Um, and then, obviously, I don't know if you know, but Pat Mahomes has uh, has half a billion dollar contract. Yeah. So. And uh, if you want to even go further than that, Todd Dodge just won a you yeah. Know, Todd Dodge and Sam Ellinger. Sam Ellinger did okay Going there at to Texas. The NFL. Uh, the one thing I will say though is up at the um, up at the very top uh, with Tom Herman, H uh, Town Takeover. Tom Herman's Cougs are here to stay. Um, uh, under, under under Tom Herman. Yeah, they were. The they were pretty were good. There, and, then he, you know? and then he left. And then the he left. Year. But anyway, uh, 2016, Sean J. Roger Greg Powers like that one. This was yours. And uh, I got to tell you. No. no. 1990? It was, it was Steps. Steps. Uh, I was going to do this one until I found out that Step did it. So I decided to add some diversity um, into it. There you go. 1990. 
Spike Dykes. This is probably my second favorite cover. It's my favorite. It's um, classic. It's my second favorite cover. I don't know. Uh, it's Spike Dykes. Uh, this is after they won at least a share of the Southwest Conference. Um, but 1990, I don't know that there is a an image that we have that captures the spirit of the of the, the cover human. subject yeah <laughs> quite like this one uh, this is so iconic and it's like i just love the the laugh because uh, that's just who spike dykes was mm-hmm. um it, the the stadium in the background it's very 90s which mm-hmm. i think i think it really captures the um the uh the era that it came in mm-hmm. and then also i will just point out there i, I must mention I love real fast before we get inside the magazine. I love the the classic. Uh, what would you like? Comic book yeah. little bubble there with yeah. Exxon presents the best, best of, of the eighties. Like yeah. it is that's Chef's Kiss and the Dr Pepper logo yes. on the bottom. The <laughs> other one that I will throw out there. The other thing I'll throw out there is um, I think that's not even the best image in this magazine is the cover because I oh, and you can't yeah. put this on the cover. Uh-uh. So it's called The Road Goes On Forever. It's written by Brad Buckholtz, uh, the main feature. And here is uh, Spike Dykes hanging out on his giant cell phone, driving down a West Texas road. Love this In what picture. you know is like a station wagon. I love this picture. It is so great. It's so good. I love this picture. Anyway, that's great. 1990. That's uh, Matt Seth's pick. Okay. This one, 1974. Who this chose? one was me. This was you. This was the one I you went You chose 1974. Daryl mm-hmm. Royal. Um, this is Daryl Royal at the summit. Uh, this is um, uh, the last time he was on the cover. Yes. Yes. Last time he was because on the cover. Because he, after 76, he was done. Correct. So. Um, but Daryl Royal, this one is another kind of classic image. Uh-huh. Um, and I think you're right. That, you know, one thing I know is important to you is it has to capture kind of the era that it came in. And mm-hmm. this this looks like a, a, the, the, the 70s. It does. It screams 70s with the glasses. The I love the old school Texas logo that looks, I guess, more like that Tennessee T now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Letterman S type jacket that he's got on. I, th- I think the gaze is very, very good considering it was towards the end of his career. He's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, thinking back on the memories. But yeah. the the most underrated part is the byline that says, uh, now the Porkers and Aggies come of age. Definitely referring to, it's got to be referring to Arkansas, oh, of course the old Southwest Conference. Like, that is one of the best bylines on the cover of a magazine that I've ever seen. Like, Dave just went ahead and popped off there. It was great. <laughs> it was it was really, really good. Um Frank Lux, I wrote for this magazine. But yeah, I... Awesome. Big fan of that one. 1974, uh, a classic with Daryl Royal. Okay, we'll keep zooming through these. Um, Who chose 09? Uh, Adam. Adam Hochfelder, our president, chose uh, 2009. Um, He is... uh, This is, of course, Colt McCoy, uh, These Eyes of Texas. Uh, We, I think... So a couple things about this. One, this is the best-selling magazine we ever had. Mm -hmm. Um, I think part of it is it's just an outstanding image of, awesome. of obviously a, 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 an outstanding player in Colt McCoy. The headline. Uh, the headline, fantastic. the eyes of Texas. Um, the other thing that's interesting for me, this is also our 50th anniversary edition, which I think helps as well. The other thing is you made a big prediction. They made a big prediction. Colt McCoy will lead Horns to national title. And he led them to the national fruit. title game. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it almost came true. Uh, but it was, I think the call your shot aspect of it helps too. Mm-hmm. That aged, I think that aged pretty well. Obviously, they didn't win the title, but you right. know they, they made it there, and he gets injured. Um, I think this. I, I I think this is right. I think that that this whole it, this this is an iconic image. It's what you're always going for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, 2009, Adam Hochfelder, our our president. Uh, I love the horns on the eye black. Yeah. I think that that added really so much. Also, <laughs> this one is blown up in our office, and I was yesterday years old when I realized that it said these eyes these of Texas. Not the you, eyes of Texas. Yeah, when you pointed yeah. it out. <laughs> All right, who chose this one? Who chose 1989 or 1988? Rudy. Rudy Klanek, Rudy. our director of our director of sales here, chose 1988. This is a controversial one. Okay, uh, <laughs> so this is Eric Metcalf and uh, and John Roper from Texas and A and M. Okay, this is extremely 80s okay <laughs> uh, this really can't is. get more 80s like the lavender blue <laughs> why are they smiling as they're tackling one another <laughs> like that's interesting but it's like i will say this okay this is not my favorite cover i will say this this is iconic like is. this is an iconic look when you add a&m in texas you're kind of uh, sparking the rivalry there um you know they're they're you know the, the a&m was a&m was the the powerhouse then mm-hmm. texas was on the come up there um i would say that this is uh this is not my favorite cover i think it's a little hokey but at the same time i think it's reflective of the era i think mm-hmm. it's I, and i think it's iconic i think when you look at it like i think of this i'm like okay i know that's dave campbell's like that's it, it's it was right. a very interesting cover uh there I, yeah i think it's cool too because this might be the first time that anyone ever looked at anything between a&m and texas and saw smiles you know like that too it is you know it's like oh these are normal people and it is a football game it's not yes it's uh it's not a you know know. war out there it was it was real it was really interesting anyway there it is i would have loved to see i wish social media would have been around at that point to know what people were actually saying about the cover 1988 it's a little like i said a little hokey it's a great rudy pick though This is another controversial one. 1995. Um, Willie the Wilk. Will William Wilkerson, our director of digital, uh, chose 1995. This is the image at, of, of the end of the Southwest Conference, mm-hmm. um, and this is this was the first and one of only two times we've done an illustration on the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, the other time being the other time being in um, no 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 the other or, time no. being 2015 when we put um, Texas for State and play the game ah, yes, on the yes, cover. Yes. So this is the first time we ever did an illustration on the cover. Uh, this was uh, illustrated by I should give some credit to the, the person who was able to do this if we can find the credits page. Um, where's your credits Dave? Um the cover artwork is by Michael Taylor. Uh, but yeah, Earl Campbell, The Wrecking Crew, Sammy Ball, Don, uh, Donnie Anderson, Michael Singletary, Grant Taft, Oak Walker, Dickie Magel, uh, Frank Broyles, uh, Daryl Royal, and then Bill Yeoman all on the cover. And and yeah, it's, it's, it's iconic. It's one of those things. One of the things that I think is interesting is this is more of a look back. And I'm always of the opinion, this is my opinion, that you want the you want it to be looking forward. forward. It's a preview magazine. Right. But I think that it's um I think this is a super interesting cover and it's it's it kind of stands out yeah. in, in the history of what we've what we've done just because of the il- the illustrated aspect of it. Well, and I think we're all in agreement too that there is a specific time where when historical things yeah. like that happen are are literally handed to you, you need to grab them and take advantage cuz looking back now in 2021 we're going that's a really cool cover just because yeah. of the significance of it well, that we might not have remembered had there not been, you know. I'll also say this. It's tangible. The, and, and people who followed the, the Southwest Conference know how important and like how iconic the 
like the cartoons were uh-huh. and all of those things. I think I think this is a an, 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 a a nod to that as well. A I, good indicator of the times again. Exactly right. So 1995, William Wilkerson's pick. And finally, 2008. Uh, yeah, was, I don't have a graphic for this. This okay. one was Mallory's pick. She didn't see the email until late, so she didn't get <laughs> her things Hartley, suggested. Uh, chose 2008. Uh, Texas Tech, uh, uh, the best in Texas. This is uh, Michael Crabtree, Graham Harrell, and Mike Leach on the cover. Um, she said she loves Leach, always has. Well, hey, and listen. So that was something from and, her childhood. And this, and this that was she also remembered. the other thing is that this was also, I think, reflective of the time where they were so revolutionary and what Graham Harrell and Mike Leach and Michael Crabtree were doing out there in the South Plains. That air raid. The air raid. They were putting. Mm-hmm tech on the map and this was like a real we've arrived moment when they were on the cover of dave campbell's texas football this is the second best selling cover or the second best selling magazine we've ever had um and and yeah so this was uh mallory chose this one with uh 2008 the uh the, the best in texas cliff kingsbury i'm sorry not cliff kingsbury uh graham harrell uh mike leach and michael crabtree so there you go there's a look at some of our favorite covers uh what is your favorite cover let us know in the comments uh and we'll of course add a 60 second cover uh, to the magazine tomorrow, right here live on Texas Football Today. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. If you want the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it hits newsstands, subscribe now. Let me be very clear about something, okay? Because mm-hmm. it's a question we get a lot. Yes. Hey, when do I have to subscribe by to get the magazine before it hits newsstands? Let me tell you. We have a date. We have a date for you. An actual date. It's Wednesday. Wednesday, I believe. Let me make sure it's the 9th. The 9th, yes, because that uh, that's a LP's birthday. June 9th, next Wednesday. You need to subscribe by the end of the day, June 9th, in order to get the magazine mailed to you before it hits newsstands. Mm-hmm. So, uh, because... The way it works, we have a list that we send to the printer. The printer mails it off to you, and so it comes off the printer directly to you as opposed to going through the distributor and then to the store, and then the store has to put it out and things like that. So if you want to get it mailed to you before it hits newsstands, plus get a year's worth of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com, you go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Father's Day is coming up. Sure is. This is a great Father's Day gift. Mm-hmm. I will just say that. Mm-hmm. If your father likes football... Or the father figure in your life likes football? Mm-hmm. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. We've also, yeah, I should also say, we've made it pretty easy for you to give it as a gift. Like we've, like if you go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe, yes, there's yeah. a way, like there's a way to do it that it's not, oh, I got to do this now. We it's make like, it think about it when you do an Amazon order and you can put in like the little yeah. card, like, oh, here's a gift. It's basically like Yeah, that. we're just like Amazon in every way. It, 100%, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Comparison, people. I know. All right. Uh, one more thing to do today. So I was thinking about this on my day off yesterday, about 7-on-7. Uh, seven seven. This is 7-on-7 season. Uh, there was a 7-on-7 seven seven SQT that finished up yesterday after a rain delay. Mm-hmm. There's more SQTs this weekend. There's more SQTs the week after that. I mean, it's 7-on-7 it's seven seven season. And I think the question... Uh, the, let me back up a moment. Okay. I have not always been a 7-on-7 seven seven fan. Okay. Um, I've always looked at it as like, eh, okay, like... What's the big deal? Like, I don't really get it. Like, it's just not necessarily for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I didn't necessarily understand the, the hype around it. Um, I've grown to like it. I've grown to appreciate it. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I love it in the same way that, like, Matt Stepp does. Mm-hmm. But um, I have grown to really appreciate it. And I've grown to uh, appreciate all the things that come with it. 
okay. like that you get a look at some of the quarterbacks and the receivers, right? right. And the defensive backs. Um, you get a look, you get an opportunity for us and in the layering press, we get an opportunity to go and chat with coaches and, mm-hmm. and things like that, get some insights. Things like that. Those are the things that I really like about 7-on-7. Seven seven. It's also fo- football so, action the in the spring, is, which is fun. And in the <laughs> end, it's football in the summer when we're starved for football, and so I just exactly. like football. It's the it's the chips and salsa before, yes. the, uh, before, before the entree the, comes before out. Before the entree, exactly. <laughs> but one of the hang-ups that, that I think some people have is... What's a big deal? It doesn't tell you. Like, doesn't count. You know, like what matters is what happens in the fall. Mm-hmm. And to be clear, you're right. That is like fair. Mm-hmm. winning the state seven on seven tournament is nice. But I think every player, every coach, every person in the state would tell you that they would prefer to win in December than win in yes. June. Okay, Absolutely. that's that's not. This is not a, a, a. You have to choose one. There's no comparison to that. AT and T Stadium is the goal, not necessarily Veterans Memorial not, Park. Exactly. <laughs> but is there a tie? Is there something that we can glean from seven on seven that will allow us to project into the fall as to how these teams are going to do? Because these are players, you know, not always. The, you know, it's it with. With some teams, it's not always their starting quarterbacks, not always their starting receivers, not always their starting defense backs, but for a lot of teams it is. And so the question becomes, can we glean anything from the results of the state 7-on-7 tournament that will allow us to project what those teams will do in the fall? And it's a debate mm-hmm. that you said you have some stats. I'm going to let you do the stats. Okay. Because you said you, you said you did a little bit of research for this topic. So, in 2019, the eight quarterfinalists in Division One combined to go on an incredible 91-13 and 13 record in the wow. fall in real football. Um, the eight quarterfinalists in Division Two went on a combined 78-24 and 24 okay. record in the fall. That included, um, included in that list was 4A Division Two state runner-up and two regional semifinalists along with a 4A Division One regional finalist and regional semifinalist. So... Mm. Pretty good. They made it pretty far. In Division Three, the final eight team standings were uh, a combined 79 and 24 in the fall, with a 2A Division Two state semifinalist, a 2A Division Two regional finalist, and a pair of 3A Division Two regional semifinalists okay. included in that okay. group. So, so overall, overall, if you went to the, to the quarterfinals in the state tournament, you, it projected well. Yeah. For the fall, I've got a different set of stats. Okay. Okay. I went back to 2015. And go 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. Obviously, they won the state tournament in 2020, mm-hmm. so we don't have that that data. But the last five years of data that we have for the state tournament, and I looked at the champions mm-hmm. for each division and what they did the next year. Okay? Let's go back to 2015. Okay. 2015, the Division One champion was Austin Westlake. Mm-hmm. Westlake played for a title that year, lost in overtime to Colina Park North Shore. Division Two champion was Navasota. Mm-hmm. Navasota... 12-1 and one regional semifinalists. They lost to Carthage that year. 2016. 2016. This is the one that I think really ticks it for me. Mm-hmm. 2016, Division One, the Woodlands won. Mm-hmm. That was Eric Schmidt. Yes. I believe. Yes. Um, now of Western Kentucky. <laughs> um, and, no, no, no. That's, uh, you're thinking Bailey Zappi. Oh, wrong one. Eric Schmidt is at yes, Sam Houston. Yes, Sam Houston. Um, they went 15-1 and one and played for a state title and ended up losing to Lake Travis. That was the one that I was like, oh, that was a team that maybe we didn't necessarily see coming, but the Woodlands rose up and, and yep. made it to the title game. 2016, 2016 Division Two was Kaufman. Kaufman went 8-4. and four. They were an area finalist. Mm-hmm. 2017, Lake Travis. 
13 and 3, state finalist, lost to Allen in the title game. Mm-hmm. Division 2 in 2017, Graham won the title. 14 and 1, state semifinalist, lost to Pleasant Grove in the semifinals. Okay. 2018, okay? College Station, they go 9 and 3, it was the uh, eventual state champion, Highland Park, in, 20, in, in the area round. Mm-hmm. Division 2, Midlothian Heritage. 11 and 2, regional semifinals. They lost to Carthage in what Midlothian Heritage fans will say is an extremely controversial ending. <laughs> Division three, Gunner. Mm-hmm. 14 and 1, state semifinalist, lost to Canadian. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then we go back to the most recent one, 2019. AM Consolidated. They won uh, they, uh, they they went eleven and one. They were area finalists, lost to eventual state finalist four pin marshal in the regional semi in the area round. Division two, Sunnyvale, twelve and one, regional semifinalist, lost to Pleasant Grove. Division three, Poth, eleven and two, regional semifinalist. If you average all those teams about, those are the last 12 champions mm-hmm. in State 7-on-7. Seven seven. They average 12 wins. Okay? Yeah. They average 12 wins. You have three state finalists. You have no state champions, to be fair. Mm-hmm. You have... You have f- well, every, Westlake, every, right? No. Uh, they didn't win. Okay. You, have, you don't have any champions, but you do have three state finalists. Mm-hmm. Okay? All in Division One. if you're interested in that. Every one of those teams made the playoffs. A lot of those teams made... This, uh, you know, you added another two state semifinalists into that mix... So five of the last 12 teams to win seven-on-seven uh, seven tournaments made the state semifinals. And it sounded like those of them that didn't make it past the area regional, they played eventually. It came down to the draw, to, right? To the people that either won yeah. the whole thing or made it to the whole Navasota thing. Navasota lost to Carthage, right? Yeah. Um, uh, uh, high, they lost to Highland Park. Who? Uh, College Station lost to Highland, lost to Highland Park, Park in the second round. Like, yeah. That's a bad draw in a mm-hmm. lot of ways. So, Look, I'm not here to say that if you win the state seven-on-seven tournament, Mm -hmm. that you're going to win state, or that you're going to you can just punch your ticket to AT and T Stadium. Mm -hmm. What I'm telling you though is that when the state when the state tournament is over here in a couple of weeks, we can we should take an extra look at who won those championships. Mm -hmm. Now, look, um, let me pick a name out of thin air. Let's just say Katie were to win the Division One state championships. Mm-hmm. I hate to break it to you, or South Lake Carroll, right? Right. South Lake Carroll wins the Division One uh, uh, st- seven on seven tournament. I hate to break it to you. We already think South Lake Carroll's going to be pretty good. <laughs> they're they're okay? not coming up from nowhere. But the interesting ones for me would be teams like the Woodlands, teams like Poth, mm-hmm. uh, teams uh, you know teams that maybe start a little bit off our radar. I think that's a reason to at least give them another look and say, well, obviously something's working here, and they're able to you know they've obviously got some pieces that could make them viable in the fall. A lot can happen between now and December between them then December. But it at least gives us one extra little data point that I do think there is a tie. Mm-hmm. I do I don't know if it's necessarily always that case, but I do think that there's a tie between being successful at 7 on 7 and eventually going to uh going on to uh, to big things in the fall. And let me add this in too just from I'm going out to the SQTs and talking to all these coaches. The biggest thing and it's kind of there's a little debate going on in the comments right now that yes Obviously, teams like, say, South Lake Carroll that have a quarterback like Quinn Ewers and they they are a passing-heavy offense, they do better in 7-on-7 seven seven because that's the name of the sure. game. There's no surprise there. You get te- teams that out there run the slot tee or the wing tee. Yeah. It's, it's different for them, and you can't put as much stock into those run-heavy teams. However, the thing that I've talked to coaches about asking what do they take out of 7-on-7, seven seven, and they're like the camaraderie that – Camaraderie, yeah. Camaraderie – I said that wrong. <laughs> that the 
that the teams get from just being out there and being together and getting the reps in, they say that makes light years well, of difference in the fall. And I'll just give you an example. And and, and we'll talk more about this as, as time progresses and we get closer to the state's uh, tournament in June, which is this month. Um, <laughs> time has no meaning. <laughs> there is a different... Like, you have to take every team differently mm-hmm. that for example the woodlands going out there and doing in, in 2016 that should have been a red flag for us and said mm-hmm. hey look they've got something cooking there they've got some some quarterback they've got a quarterback they've got some receivers things are going pretty well for the woodlands right things are you know we should take another look at them mm-hmm. there are other teams that go out there that do not run offenses that are um reflective of what they run in the fall right uh there are offenses there are teams that go out there and maybe they run uh, the slot T, and they go out there and run what was colloquially known as junk offenses, mm-hmm. right? Where it's just like this is a seven on seven. You run routes that are never going. You're never going to run right. in, in because like a lineman would be standing there or a linebacker would be standing there. <laughs> things like that. Um, those are those are things that we you have to take into account. But that said, I also don't know. I would need to go through. I don't think you know Gunner. I know does not run a junk offense. Mm-mm. They run kind of a version of their own. Um, offense there in in seven on seven mm-hmm. uh so there are some teams that go out there and do that but generally speaking these are teams that when you get to the very top these are teams that are running reflections of what their offense usually looks mm-hmm. like and that's probably a key component to this as well and by the way the defense is 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 kind of this you know doesn't have that necessarily that excuse right you know they've got to go and play these offenses so. yeah anyway there's a little bit of uh seven on seven talk mm-hmm. it could be it, it, it's interesting and, and when we get to the end of the state tournament just take an extra look at the teams that mm-hmm. end up with the belt because that's going to be an interesting um an interesting interesting teams to keep an eye on in the fall. Well, and I was going to say one more quick thing, too, that they have been so heavy on, and maybe obviously it's because we didn't have this last year, but we talked to uh, uh, Rock Hill head coach Mark Humble, and he was like, just the fact that we were a brand-new program, getting to have our yes. guys out here, he was like, this helps us regardless of what kind of offense well, we run. And you by know? the way, it let's also like... not count out the fact that you know, I know we are now a year removed from last summer where 7-on-7 seven seven got canceled. Mm-hmm. But, like, for programs like that where you've only had X number of reps, mm-hmm. getting those extra reps is going to be critical. Yep. And so that's something certainly to keep an eye on. So there you go. A little 7-on-7 seven seven talk. And now we go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, wanted to throw this out here because we hadn't I, – I don't think we've brought this up yet. Uh, we have a – bracket challenge going on right now oh, on texasfootball.com yeah. the mascot costume challenge so if your mascot that you wanted on there is not on there it's because you didn't send in a picture of it so we asked we actually pulled the pictures from the fans and mm-hmm. schools of the actual mascot costume so uh you can go check that out and vote because the we one know. going on right now that i think is really is really tough um we've got uh Oh boy! There's a lot of really good first round matchups. Florida versus New Braunfels, the Whirlwind versus the Unicorn is mm-hmm. is tough. Um, Jersey Village Falcons versus the the Sidewitz Wildcat. Um, the Die Ball Lumberjack is elite. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of jacked. It's tough. it's tough, man. It's good I'm stuff. Glad, I'm glad I'm banned from voting. So. Mm-hmm. You want one other thing? The Cedric Benson cover is the one yes. that everyone said that they were surprised wasn't well, on there. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Cedric Benson cover is, is really uh, a, a unique one. It's mm-hmm. one of two. Uh, he's one of two high school players who has ever been on the cover of Dave Campbell's Texas Football along mm-hmm. with. That's not true. 
No, the Grays were both on yeah, there. Yeah, oh, yeah, but uh, said, uh, Cyrus Gray was at A&M at that time, but mm-hmm. uh, Jonathan oh, okay. Gray was on there. But then I want to say that we had, there was a, um, there's a high schooler on one of like the, maybe the breakthrough page. Or, well, Sam. Or one, um, Sam yeah, was, but that's on the secondary. Oh, cover. okay. On the main cover. Um, on the main cover of the magazine. Um, I would need to go back and look. But anyway, that's obviously if you go back there and Cedric Benson was such a, a, a I'll use the same word in, in twice in a week or if twice in a, in a minute is he was such a unicorn. Like he was such an interesting thing of like, he ticked all those boxes of, he was like the undisputed number one recruit in the nation. He had already led Midland Lee to two state championships, Mm -hmm. right? He was already good. He was committed in state. Like there was a lot going on there that made him, I think the right choice. And yeah, that's, that's an iconic cover that I think people, um, I think it's, I think it's aged well. And I think it's one of those covers that people remember being like, Oh wow. That's, that's, that's a, 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 a touchstone moment in Dave Campbell's history when we were able to put Cedric Benson on the cover now 21 years ago. How about that? Yeah. There you go. All right. That's going to do it for us. Tomorrow, the exclusive cover reveal of the 2021 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Text Vault. Be here live at noon. Uh, it's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for the cover reveal on Texas Football Today. Thank you.